Hi, friend. Welcome to Holly's Highlights, a podcast designed to encourage, inspire, and equip you to intentionally live your life full of purpose. I'm your host, Holly Kirby, motivational speaker, leadership cultivator, marketing strategist, and personal cheerleader. Let's check out today's highlight. The time is almost here, my friends. That is right. My book, Facelift, launches on Friday, April 28th of 2023. Facelift is now available for pre-sales at bookstores such as Barnes & Noble and online retailers such as Amazon and even Walmart. I would encourage you to check it out and order your copy today. If you'd like to attend the book launch, I would welcome you to that as well. The book launch for Facelift will take place on Friday, April 28th in the evening, and then all day Saturday, April 29th at Risen Life. That's who's hosting it with four meals, four speaking sessions by yours truly, an opportunity to get out and serve in the community, a swag bag, and so much more. So feel free to check out the information, even register at hollykirby.com forward slash author, and you'll see the book launch info along with that registration link there. Thank you so much for your support and encouragement along this journey. This past week, my brother retired after 28 years in the industry. Now, he is so excited on this end of it, but that wasn't a quick last-minute decision, nor was it an easy one. Gratefully, as his final day approached, he continued to be filled with such peace and confirmation that he had truly made that right decision, and now he can go enjoy the fruits of his labor as he plans to travel the United States in his RV. Well, there are endless decisions that we have to make in life. Perhaps you're dealing with some right now. Decisions about relationships. You know, is he the one or she the one? Moving out of state and relocating. Changing jobs. Financial decisions. Many high school seniors can relate right now as the decision of what college to attend or what do they even want to do in life as a career. You know, the list goes on and on. And it's not just in our personal life either, but as a leader, we deal with tough calls every day. Layoffs, budgets, eliminating products, changing procedures, promotion and development, overall needs of the business. Again, there are so many decisions to be made. Former President Theodore Roosevelt said, in any moment of decision, the best thing you can do is the right thing. The next best thing is the wrong thing. And the worst thing that you can do is nothing. So what are some things we can consider when having to make those tough decisions? There's five we're going to cover today. First one is pray. Yep, I said prayer. As I've shared before, prayer is both powerful and effective. It aligns our heart with God and seeks His will, not ours. When I have a tough decision to make, I ask God to make the path so clear, the door so wide open that a semi could drive through it. What I find pretty cool is to write down when God answers those prayers. I wish I would have done more of that throughout my lifetime. Number two, take your time. Now, some decisions come with a deadline. Okay, most decisions come with a deadline, but not every decision has to be immediate or a knee-jerk response to something. Sometimes there's growth to be had within that decision-making itself. For example, have you ever wanted to just up and quit a job? A meeting didn't go well or a new replacement came in that you just don't mesh well with, or perhaps policies and procedures change that are challenging to embrace. Well, in taking the time to decide if you quit and go find another job, you just might learn some grit and perseverance from pressing through the aftermath of that meeting. Or you might be able to learn a thing or two from that new replacement. If you give it time, those policies and procedures just might pan out to work in your favor. Or they might even crash and burn and things return to how they were. 
point being, time may be our friend. I've always felt that when you receive an email or a text, you need to immediately reply. It's the right thing to do. (laughs) Well, I've learned with age that although you do need to give a response, you do not have to do so immediately. With this comes advice of never texting, posting on social media, or even giving a response to a question if you're tired, emotional, or hangry. You may just make matters worse or regret it. Now, sometimes it's okay to take your time, to ask for time to get back to that person or get back to that situation, but don't be afraid of just taking your time. Alert here though, don't mistake taking time as procrastination. Number three, make sure the wise person shows up in decision-making, not the foolish. We've all heard the phrase, do what makes you happy. Well, sometimes the choice of what we want is not what we need. It's the head choice over the heart choice perspective. I've been in situations before where I just want to say something because doing so could bring such satisfaction. But that can be the foolish person showing up not the wise one who knows to refrain from saying this or that and and can help in the long range, as otherwise it could actually cause some more damage. A little insight here, if I go silent, it's not a good thing. It often reveals my focus on ensuring the wise person is the one being present. (laughs) So in making choices, be cautious of the in-moment emotional decision-making Rather think through those pros and cons. You know the whole list of writing down pros on one side, cons on the other. Think through the unintended consequences that could come as a result of your choice to be made. As well as the decision that you're going to make, they may influence other people or affect others also. Often our decisions don't only impact us as we might think, so be mindful of that. When we are dealing with tough, weighty decisions, impulse is not the key. It's being calm, cool, and collected so that the wise person can show up. Number four, seek wise counsel. One of the biggest detriments I've seen in leaders is the mindset that they don't need anyone and that they must know it all. Oh, friend, one of the wisest things we can do as leaders is to surround ourselves with others who provide strength where we are weak. Instead of comparing ourselves with others, we can tap into learning from them in their area of expertise. We can prosper from their wise counsel. Now, I'm not saying to go ask a financial advice question from the person who has their credit cards all maxed out or job advice from someone who's had 100 jobs within a year. No, I'm referring to those who you see they have their life together in this or that area or who have proven themselves to be raw and real while level-headed at the same time. You know, those who you've seen had to deal with a situation perhaps you're dealing with or may have some good outside perspective on what you're dealing with. If I need business advice, I'm not going to go to one of my kids. They don't have that experience, but I'd ask my brother. If I need life advice, I'm not going to go to the person who's going through a midlife crisis. I'm going to probably seek out my dad. If I need parental advice, I'm not going to go ask the person who just had a newborn. Congratulations to them, by the way. But I'll probably seek out my sister who's raised two boys and a grown man and has already been at the stages of life where I am now with my kids. My son has a, a little setup for doing his schoolwork and on the wall is a plaque that reads, be strong enough to stand alone, smart enough to know when you need help, and brave enough to ask for it. 
Seeking help and advice is not a sign of weakness or inability. It's a sign of strength and determination to do well. It's often a sign of even having a growth mindset and actually caring about the decision that is yours to begin with. And number five, sleep on it. My mom used to always tell us kids that if we had a hard decision to make, that once we made it before sharing it with others, to sleep on it. And if we woke up full of regret and panic that next morning, we probably ought to rethink that decision. But if we wake up with a peace, not to say that nerves still won't be there sometimes, but if we wake up with a peace feeling a little weight lifted, we're probably on the right track. So before you make your next decision in life, sleep on it. Now, with decision-making may often come added stress, right? Not fun. Whether feeling anxious at the decision to be had, overwhelmed by the process of the decision itself, decision fatigue from having to make too many decisions, or even confusion as to what decision to even make, make sure to take care of you in the process. Remove yourself from a situation. Take a walk to get fresh air or simply catch your breath. Exercise or or plan a get-together with friends to unwind. My go-to is getting a pedicure or a massage. So whatever it is, don't let stress get the best of you. Now, if you're finding decision-making nearly impossible to do and it's affecting your everyday life, this could be an indicator to seek professional counseling or a medical advisor. Or it might reveal the opportunity to work with a leadership or life coach so that you can develop problem-solving skills and figure out good coping skills for you and improve self-awareness. Three of the biggest areas where coaching can benefit you might be helping hold you accountable, challenge you to look at your own self-limiting beliefs and our attitudes, as well as help you identify and navigate through those blind spots, you know, those areas that don't come very natural to you or perspectives and ideas and opportunities you may be overlooking. Well, I'd be honored to work alongside you in either leadership or life coaching. Simply connect with me at www.hollykirby.com. Leadership coaching is a benefit that companies typically will offer or entrepreneurs can code as a business expense, and it's typically an ongoing investment. So think years. Clients tend to form a strong bond with their coaches as they become someone they can trust and someone they can be vulnerable with and experience many seasons of both challenges and successes together. Leadership coaching can help with those who are wanting to grow and develop in their leadership role, help their team collaborate more productively, empower their team to better understand leadership styles and their own leadership characteristics, have more positive impact in their role and with their team, can help them identify or strategize and effectively reach or implement those goals, can help them prepare for ongoing changes in the workplace and develop a life-work balance, so to speak. They can simply have someone willing to call them out and have a trusted sounding board. Whereas life coaching is a personal expense and is often more of a temporary investment. So think six to 12 months. It may be more tailored to a certain aspect of the season of life that you're in, such as motherhood or empty nester, or a specific need you have, such as time management or trip planning, or even a challenge experiencing, such as writing your resume or pursuing a major life decision. Although life coaching may have its seasons, due to the nature of the client-coach relationship, a client will often reach back out to the coach during those next challenge or growth opportunities in life. Life coaching is for those needing another perspective on issues they're dealing with, transitions they may be experiencing in life, personal goal setting, even career exploration, including resume building and how to prep for an interview, and of course, a listening ear to help process life's demands and opportunities. 
Overall, coaching for businesses or personal are for those with growth mindsets who truly want to be challenged outside their comfort zones. You know, even top leaders such as Oprah Winfrey, Bill Gates, Barack Obama, Andre Agassi, Serena Williams, they've all had business coaches that they've hired on. So if you're looking for someone who can be objective and giving you feedback and provide a deeper and perhaps differing perspective and or insights, all while helping you grow the business or just grow in life itself, then you'll understand that there is a big deal in hiring a coach and you'll want to invest in a coach today. Whatever decision you're needing to make in life or in leadership, may you be reminded to pray about it, take the time you need in making it, ensure that the wise person shows up, not the foolish, seek that wise counsel, and give it a night to sleep on it. From there, simply know that as 1 Corinthians 14.33 tells us, God is not the author of confusion, but of peace, clarity. And as for my brother on his retirement, congratulations, Scott. We are all very proud of you. Now go enjoy the journey. Thank you for joining me on this journey of life. I hope that today's highlight has been encouraging, inspiring, and equipping so you can go out and live your life full of purpose. I'd be honored if you'd take a moment to leave a review, or better yet, subscribe. We can also stay in touch by joining my email list at hollycurby.com. That's H-O-L-L-Y-C-U-R-B-Y.com. Until next time, make it a great day for a great day.